Welcome to Disambiguation. I'm your host, Michael Fawcett, and this is a bonus edition related to the Biden administration executive order for um, regulating AI. Uh, the order, the executive order was called, uh, or is called Safe, Secure, and Trustworthy Artificial Intelligence, and it invokes the uh, Korean War era Defense Production Act as its uh, legal basis. So AI regulation is a hot topic, <clears throat> and uh, yesterday, uh, the U.S. finally got in the game. The EU, <clears throat> among other organizations, certainly other uh, countries, has um, already been moving down the AI regulation path with the uh, AI Act. And the EU's AI Act, which uh, was considered the world's first comprehensive AI law, uh, is in final stages of approval. It was uh, proposed in April of 21, passed the uh, European Parliament in June of this year. Uh, it's currently in its uh, what they call the trilogue stage of EU legislative process. It's where the three organizations, the European Commission, the Council European Union, and the Parliament reconcile their different drafts and come up with the, the final um, act. The act is expected to be finalized by the end of this year and <clears throat> likely to be adopted before uh, the June 2024 parliamentary elections. Uh, after its adoption, there will be a transition period of at least 18 months before it becomes fully enforced. Uh, and it's expected to come into force uh, about two years after it's approved, so potentially by the end of 2025 or early 2026. So the the U.S. order uh, in and remember, executive orders are issued by the administration under some legal authority. In this case, like I said, it's the uh, Korean War era Defense Production Act, and. It is not permanent legislation. It is something that exists uh, and can continue to exist as long as the executive branch allows that to be so, which, of course, means that, you know, in an election, if the uh, incumbent's not reelected, then it could perhaps go away. So it's it's a little less uh, a permanent solution than um, than what you'd see if it was a, a, a law and act passed by Congress. So it does have several provisions and it's, it's uh, fairly expansive, although some of the details are still, you know, will be worked out in some of the different agencies. Um, it establishes new standards for uh, AI safety and security. It's um, designed to protect Americans from potential risk of AI systems. Uh, it's, uh, for example, orders development of a national security memorandum to ensure that U.S. military and intelligence community use AI safely, ethically, and effectively. Uh, Department of Homeland Security will play a critical role in ensuring AI use is safe and secure nationwide. Uh, it addresses privacy concerns, so uh, it, uh, order the order protects Americans' privacy by requiring developers of uh, AI systems to share their safety test results and other critical information with the U.S. government. It also develops guidelines for um, federal agencies to evaluate the effectiveness of privacy preserving techniques used in AI systems. Um, Congress has called on to uh, pass bipartisan digital uh, data privacy legislation that safeguards the privacy of all Americans with particular focus on children's privacy. 
Uh, although, let's be honest, that's still a long shot. Uh, we've been talking about privacy leg legislation in the U.S. for many years. Of course, the EU passed the uh, GDPR Act several years ago and has been enforcing that. Several U.S. states have laws, California particularly, but but there are others as well. But we've not been able to put together a um, you know bipartisan effort to get a privacy bill passed that would uh, address some of these concerns. So again, we'll see how that goes, but it is uh, certainly a concern. Uh, equity and civil rights, the executive order um, advances equity and civil rights by addressing algorithmic discrimination. And that's, this is certainly something that's uh, a big part of the conversation around AI, uh, around uh, bias and uh, fairness, uh, discrimination, that sort of thing. Uh, and, it, you know, the, the idea is to ensure fairness when utilizing AI technology. It provides some guidelines for landlords, federal benefits programs, uh, contracts uh, um, on how to prevent AI from, uh, you know, causing, uh, exacerbating discrimination. Federal agencies get uh, clear guidance on preventing the use of AI algorithms uh, that may perpetuate discrimination. Uh, Department of Justice and uh, federal civil rights offices will collaborate to combat uh, algorithmic discrimination. We need some best practices there um, for investigating, prosecuting civil rights violations. Uh, it emphasizes the importance of fairness in the criminal justice system, and this is something that has been a, a hot topic around some of the sentencing um, algorithms that have been in use in the past and were particularly were found to be uh, fairly discriminatory. Uh, so it establishes some best practices um, to ensure that AI is used responsibly in sentencing, parole, probation, risk assessment, surveillance, crime forecasting, predictive policing, uh, and forensic uh, analysis. Uh, under the topic of responsible innovation and competition, the executive order promotes responsible innovation, competition, collaboration by uh, making investments in AI-related education, training, development, research, uh, and also capacity. Uh, it the, uh, encourages the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, to exercise its authority to promote competition, uh, to encourage AI research. The National AI Research Resource will be piloted providing researchers and students with access to AI resources and data. It's going to provide grants for AI research in vital areas like healthcare or climate change. Um, and, and those will be expanded over time. Executive order promotes fair and open and competitive AI ecosystem. Small developers and entrepreneurs will get um, uh, access to technical assistance and resources to commercialize AI breakthroughs. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission will be encouraged to uh, exercise its authority to help ensure a level playing field for competition. The executive order also recognizes a need to address emerging risk associated with AI. In particular, it aims to protect against the misuse of AI in, in engineering uh, dangerous biological uh, materials. So it sets new standards for biological synthesis screening uh, so that it can uh, help uh, mitigate potential risks posed by AI-generated materials. Uh, agencies funding life science projects will be required to adhere to these standards as well as um, conditions for federal funding. Uh, additionally, the, the Department of Commerce is going to roll out guidance to ensure that all AI-generated content 
uh, including audio, imagery, video, and text is somehow watermarked. Uh, there have been several initiatives ongoing uh, around that. So, uh, you know, I do expect to see some movement there. Uh, it'll enable in individuals to distinguish between content created by humans and content generated by AI, which should help, uh, or at least the theory is, help to prevent uh, or combat, uh, you know, some of the potential risk around deep fakes and how that could be used to, you know, as misinformation to influence everything uh, from elections on. So uh, from an international perspective, it, um, it, it charges the State Department to, in collaboration with Commerce Department to lead some efforts to establish uh, international frameworks for responsible use of AI. And this would involve uh, bilateral, multilateral, and multi-stakeholder uh, engagements to ensure safe and trustworthy uh, deployment of AI worldwide. Uh, it talks about responsible government use of AI, so recognizes certainly uh, this will be uh, an opportunity, although you know many agencies have uh, not jumped in yet. Uh, it, but there is a, a great you know potential there uh, for improving operations and services. So you know it does acknowledge the risk with AI deployment, like discrimination, unsafe decision making. Uh, so it, it the intent is to ensure responsible government use of AI, uh, and it directs agencies to establish clear standards for use. Uh, protect individuals' rights and safety, and strengthen AI deployment. And, and, and honestly, this is you know this this is in alignment with uh, if you listen to the uh, governance and compliance episode um, last week, um, with um, <clears throat> we discussed a lot about um, about AI governments. And one of the biggest uh, concepts that I took out of that was that from a strategic perspective, you need to be intentional about uh, what you're doing with AI and what strategy, what governance, compliance uh, standards you want to put in place. And that should happen before you deploy the AI. So that's that I think <clears throat> this order is in alignment with that for, for government use of, of AI. Uh, to expedite the acquisition of AI products and services, the order also calls for more rapid and efficient contracting procedures. Um, it emphasizes the importance of hiring AI professionals across government agencies to, you know, enhance AI capabilities and, and knowledge. Uh, there's there's also a section that talks about labor market impact research. Um, you know, obviously another area that uh, we've had a lot of discussion about is the you know is the idea that um, <clears throat> there are some risk potential risk for job displacement or you know shifts uh, and so this will direct um, agencies to conduct research on the impact of ai on labor market uh, specific details were pretty light on this one though so <clears throat> you know expect more on that from from the agencies um, and it's important to note that while the executive order, you know, sets strong direction, it, it's like I said, not a um, a permanent solution. And from a Congress, you know, from a U.S. Congress perspective, um, there have been and, and is ongoing, you know, some um, some activity there. Although most of it is still pretty early stage, um, <clears throat> they are working on some regulation. You know, there's uh, development of legislative framework for AI governance, uh, focus on principles like transparency, privacy, non-discrimination. Um, this is supported by the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy, which has proposed a, um, a blueprint 
for an AI Bill of Rights, which outlines five principles to guide the design, use, and deployment of automated systems. Uh, there's several proposals that have been put forward, legislative proposals. Um, there's there's one about the creation of an independent federal office to oversee AI, you know, requirements for licensing of uh, AI technology, <clears throat> liability for civil rights and privacy violations. Uh, most of these proposals, though, are still really early stage, like I said, and they lack a lot of detail. Uh, you know, for instance, Senators uh, Graham and Warren have proposed a uh, bipartisan bill that uh, would create a digital consumer protection commission, which aims to prevent online harm, promote free speech, competition, guard American privacy, and um, and protect national security. You know, in a, in addition to these broad uh, proposals, there are a few more narrow targeted bills. One bill would prohibit the U.S. government from using automated systems to launch nuclear weapons without human input, for example, uh, while another would require AI-generated images and political ads be clearly labeled. This ties back to that idea around how do we you know, control misinformation and, and prevent deep fakes from impacting, influencing uh, the election outcome. Uh, members of Congress have shown you know, a lot of interest in passing laws on AI, but uh, there's not really uh, yet an overall strategy and framework on how that would um, would come together. Uh, there's uh, you know there's uh, proposals to establish licensing processes uh, for sophisticated models, uh, independent federal office to oversee AI. I mentioned that, and that and that I think is one that uh, would go a long way to helping get all of these regulations into more of a strategic framework. Uh, and then, you know, establishing some liability for companies that violate privacy and civil rights would also be uh, an important one. Uh, you know, despite all this effort, though, you know, it, it's not an easy task. It's it's complex, challenging, difficult to understand and certainly have to um, they have to rely on and bring in outside experts. And certainly no one in Congress is uh, particularly an expert in AI. Um, and it and it has a, a wide range of issues that they have to address, you know, everything from environmental costs of training large models to concern over privacy, surveillance, medical, national security, misinformation, all those things. So Congress is actually working on AI reg, uh, regulation process is still very early. It faces some challenges, of course, uh, even just getting agreement, uh, bipartisan agreement will be, you know, complex. Uh, the ongoing discussions and proposals indicate a strong commitment, and certainly that's important, and that ties directly into this uh, executive order as well, uh, so that we can, you know, try to come up with a way to, uh, you know, have safe, effective, you know, ways of respecting of privacy, respecting civil rights, trying to prevent bias and discrimination in algorithms and, and uh, large language models and systems. Um, so all those things, you know, it, it is, it is progress. Uh, and, and I think, you know, I think it's exciting to see the order itself come out. I mean, I, I said, it's a, it's a, not a permanent solution, obviously, but, um, but it is movement. And I think that part is very important and hopefully will be a, um, you know, a catalyst for additional uh, regulation to 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 actually get through Congress, be passed and um, and and be put into uh, to effect, which is definitely what we need. Um, so anyway, that's uh, that's the summary. I just wanted to give you a, a quick overview of of what uh, was going on from a regulatory um, 
uh, perspective. And like I said, I think that's a very important one we need to stay on top of. So hopefully that helps. I also published on the uh, Ariane Research blog, I published a little um, summary of the uh, executive order as well. If you'd like to uh, give that a read, uh, go to the uh, Ar- you know, com slash blog, and uh, you can take a look at that. So thanks for joining, and uh, hopefully this has been uh, beneficial, useful for you. Thank you.